Hello and welcome to Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo. This is Jane Schroeder, continuing with the series of the Celtic Saints. Today I'm going to share a bit more about some of the female saints. And one particular was Saint Hilda, born in 614. She began her small beginnings on the Isle of Lindisfarne where the Celtic church grew really fast in Northumberland. It was thriving centres of community. One such monastery in Whitby, the very first abbess, St Hilda, was greatly respected by Aidan. Although Hilda came from royal descent, her great love for all people committed to seeing a new community form at Whitby in England. Wow. She was well known from a royal descent, but her absolute love for people. She became known as a mother. And it's amazing how we've just had Mother's Day and I've already was was reading up about Hilda. And it's been wonderful for me because we had Mother's Day a few weeks ago in England, Scotland, Ireland and Wales in the United Kingdom. But over the weekend, I had some beautiful messages from my family far and wide, my family, my friends. It was been absolutely beautiful and it was a lovely day. Hilda, known as a mother. The term of endearment that was commonly used among the Christians for a female that was wise and holy, that was full of virtue. Bishop Bede always associated Hilda with leadership, meaning justice, devotion, chastity, Peace and love. Must have been amazing to have been around her. But it's very interesting because in the writings that were written by Bede, he talks that Hilda, slightly different, was full of governance. A type of woman that was challenging, a director. But however, this did not alienate her from people. She loved all classes of people. Yes, mother. Because of her outstanding devotion and grace, she modelled a life of holiness and prayer. We've talked a lot about this series about prayer and the prayer of silence and the prayer of inner sanctuary and that place of intimacy it brings, the oneness of Yahweh, Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. Wow. Now, the Celtic saints, they love their poetry, their music, their lyres, their drums, their pipes, their trumpets, some very unusual musical instruments of all descriptions. They would sing bards and rhymes and lots of things. They had prayers for everything. And only a couple of weeks ago, it was my birthday. And I was given this amazing prayer book. 
It's called The Rhythm of Life, Celtic Daily Prayer by David Adams. It is beautiful. David Adams was a reverend, he was called actually Reverend Canon David Adams. He was one of the most best loved figures in the Celtic spiritual community. An author. Wow, he was a vicar on Holy Island, Lindisfarne. Isn't that interesting? He did lectures and he spoke and they called him a spiritual director. Wow, his prayers can be bought far and wide. And each day you have a morning, afternoon and an evening prayer. And there are quite a lot in the scripture. But they're all about creation and worshipping our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And warding off evil spirits and protecting the community. This is one tomorrow morning's prayer called Holy Spirit. I thought you would enjoy it. The Spirit of the Lord fills the whole world. The Spirit of the world moves over the deep. The Spirit of the Lord warms our hearts. The Spirit of the Lord fills all things. Silence. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill us. Come, Lord of life, come. Come and fill us. Come, wind of heaven, come. Come and fill us. Come, flame of love, come. Come and fill us. Come, giver of all gifts, come. Come and fill us. It's beautiful. And then there are Psalms, passages of scripture. But I absolutely love this prayer. You know, when you find something, you read it over and over and over again in a certain season and it makes your heart sing. And it brings peace, shalom, but joy in that inner place. And it, it brings that deeper relationship with Yahweh. Wow. I will put a new spirit within you. I will take from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and all of your idols will be cleansed. A new heart I will give you, a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinance. Then you shall live in the land that I gave to your ancestors and you shall be my people and I will be your God. A new spirit, Ezekiel 36, 24 to 8. It's beautiful. I'm just going to read one more. Our Father, Spirit of God, you gave life to the world. Breathe on us, breath of God. Wow. Spirit of God, you give guidance to all rulers. Breathe on us, breath of God. Spirit of God, you give talent to all people. Breathe on us, breath of God. Spirit of God, you direct all artists and craftspeople. Breathe on us, breath of God. Spirit of God, you give comfort to troubled. 
breathe on us. Breath of God. Spirit of God, you renew your church. Breathe on us. Breath of God. The strength of God guide us. The power of God preserve us. The wisdom of God instruct us. The Spirit of God be within us. This day and evermore. Go out in the power of the Spirit to live and work to his glory. Amen. Aren't they just beautiful? Wow. I love the way it keeps us focused on what we're meant to be doing and where we're going with Yahweh, Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. St Hilda. Now, these communities, as we know, love poetry and dancing and drums and lyres and singing out poems and bards and rhymes. And she talks about a story of a man called Cadman, who was well advanced in his years and had been following a secular occupation, but he came to join the community. It is known a famous story about him. Cadman knew absolutely nothing about poetry and he didn't really want to know anything about it, but he loved the community. Now, this community, it was well known they had these big feasts. And they established custom that all the guests in turn would invite, be invited to sing to entertain others. Cadman was absolutely scared, silly and afraid and worried they would pick on him. So he would sneak off, he would leave the gathering, just as the harp was about to pass to him. Because they passed the harp and you would speak or sing or whatever you were going to do to the harp. But one night, the Lord had other plans for him and changed his life forever. Now it was his duty this night to go and look after the community of animals. And as he lay down to sleep in the stable, he fell into a powerful dream where a man stood before him and called his name. The man looked hard at him and said to him, said his name, Cadman. Sing me a song. Cadman was shocked because he knew he couldn't sing at all. There was no slipping out of the party this time in this dream. He could not snuck off. The very worried Cadman in the dream confessed to the man, I can't sing. The man looked at Cadman telling him, but you shall sing. You shall. I thought of Cinderella. You shall go to the ball. The man asked him to sing this song about creation and all things about creation. When all of a sudden, to Cadman's surprise, he found himself singing the most beautiful, profound things of God came out of his mouth. And in a beautiful melody in tune. What a dream that must have been. In the morning, it says in Bede's writings about Cadman and Hilda, that he, he woke up in absolute amazement and awe and wonder at the dream he'd had. It felt so real. 
He went out to see St Hilda and tell her of this experience. And she duly invited him to give this account of the dream to some of the learned people, because it was a community after all, that they could assess the quality and the origin of this new found gift of Cadman to sing in rhyme and song and beauty. But when he gave account of his dream, they all agreed that this has definitely been given a gift of God. Such grace, such beauty. Hence to say, Cadman was immediately welcomed formally into the community at Whitby. Wow! Cadman spent the rest of his life composing songs and poems. And most of them were born out of major stories and events from the Bible, from Scripture. Wow! So the word became flesh and dwelt amongst them. It says that in John, doesn't it? Wow, it's incredible. Now Hilda, her governance and directorship, an outstanding devotion and grace, how she modelled her life of holiness and devoutness and surrender unto Yahweh. She died in autumn 680. After seven long years, of a painful lingering illness and sickness. It said she suffered greatly with pain. They now believe that she had tuberculosis. One could not imagine how she ruled and looked after the community. It was so kind to people and loved them that the whole time was suffering with tuberculosis. Whoa. It's incredible. These Celtic saints, they walked the land. The weather would be horrendous at times. The wind. I often talk about it on my Wisdom's Echoes, how windy it is and how cold it can be. But I have my thermals on. I come home to a lovely warm house. And they had to tend the gardens and the livestock. And everyone took it in turns to feed themselves. They had to grow their own food. It must have been harsh, a hardship, but the glory and the joy set before them in the community together as one community. You can imagine round a fire singing and poets and lyres and sounds and bards. Wow, it must have been incredible at the same time. I call it a cup of joy, a cup of suffering, a cup of joy. So bless you. Have an awesome day. Baruchatah. Shalom. Shalom.